Welcome back, book junkies! We're back to talk to you about our book that we just read, The Girl Who Wrote in Silk by Kelly Estes. Mm. And this is the Drug Dealing Bookers. I'm Cheryl. I'm Tanisha. And Sherilyn. First, we're going to do a synopsis of the book. Wait, clinky, clinky! Oh. After we clink our glasses with this fine wine, everyone so excited for episode two. Yeah, Uh, we really hope that you've listened to episode one. So we have a couple things out there. We have our first full length episode, and then we have a couple weekly fixes. Um, That's kind of our goal. We're going to record monthly, and uh, then every week check back for some exciting bonus content where you get to learn a little bit about our thoughts. Uh, individually on the book and today we'll rate the book on a scale of Tylenol to cocaine cocaine being the most highly addictive and I'll give you a synopsis to start and then by the time I finish spelling fentanyl you'll need to turn off your recorders (laughs) if you don't want to hear the spoilers so a short synopsis of this book is It takes place in present day, and it takes place about a hundred years ago also. It's about two main characters, one Chinese woman named Maylene. She's the hundred-year-old character, and the other character is Inara, and she's the present-day character. And this is about Inara finding a silk sleeve embroidered in a house that she just inherited, and the silk sleeve tells a story embroidered by Maylene, and the story, the whole book is about the two of these women and how they, their stories kind of intertwine. Are you bored yet? Because it was boring. <laughs> it was so boring. Sorry. So, F-E-N. If you don't want to hear the spoilers, please turn off this podcast <laughs> and join us later. T-A-N-Y-L. Here we go. Great. <laughs> um, Okay. So, whoa, page 19, hated the character. <laughs> Gotta say it, hated Inara, hated her. Okay, wait, before Tanisha starts trashing the book, <laughs> before we have Tanisha trash talk, let's really talk about the book and let's give it some positive feedback because oh, I sure. liked the book. Okay. I liked it. I liked it was hard to read. I mean, parts mm. of it, it really made me cry and sometimes ball, actually. Mm. But the book was well written. I thought the author, I loved, I loved, loved, loved the way she expressed herself in some things and the way she described things. And so while you're ahead. looking your thing up, I agree with you partly. I felt like the story about Maylene was beautiful. That part was beautifully written and I really enjoyed. Mm -hmm. I think that that's the part that she really cared about and that she studied about and was more of her passion. Yes. The current story was shite. It it did not (laughs) read well. The characters were just horrible. I hated them all. And the, the atmosphere was different. Like it was, it didn't mesh well. Um, for instance, you know, she's talking about later in the book, she's talking about something serious, you know, kind of somber, but then she mentions like hungry kisses. Like you can't have like this passionate, hungry, blah, blah, blah. And this like some, it just felt weird. It didn't, 
feel right. Mm-hmm. I thought, I, so first off, I liked the book. And we'll get into kind of where the, my views changed on that. But I don't want to say overall mm-hmm. I hated the book. Because almost all of it, I thought, wow, this is beautifully written. Mm-hmm. And I think that she did a lot of research. I was really impressed with her writing style. I thought it was very descriptive and, and just beautiful to read. The way she described situations and the way she mm-hmm. described smells and what things looked like I just I did visually enjoy that like coming up with it in my head of what scene she was setting I think that the author's intent was to weave this beautiful tale of these people with substance and the persecution they went through Mm -hmm. and then to show you that modern day we have no freaking idea what anything beyond ourselves is like we're Mm -hmm. super self-absorbed I think in our modern culture and so I know Inara lacked a little depth and it was kind of cheesy but that's kind of our society today I feel like Mm -hmm. in a way we Maylene's life went through this insane persecution where just awful things happened to her over and over real again. Real struggle. Real struggle. I honestly and did not know about the ethnic cleansing. I did that not went either. On with the Chinese. I did not so either. That was really interesting to hear. I had the no idea. It made me so angry. It made oh. you. Oh my gosh. Who? How can you treat? Well, I kept thinking. Okay. I kept thinking with this one, how do you treat another human being like yeah, that? I don't it understand was... it. But it's the same when we talk slavery, too. How do you treat human beings like that? I just Or the Holocaust or any kind yeah. of thing like that where people treat other people in such horrible, awful ways. I just... It's beyond my comprehension. I really can't understand yeah, it. Yeah, I don't get it either. But this is the part that I loved about this book. When I started reading and I thought, oh, I'm really going to like this because I love mm. the way she writes... Um, she writes, she rolled down the, and this is when she's coming back onto the island, onto Orcas Island, and she's, and she hasn't been there for years. She rolled down the window and drew in the scent that her mind had forgotten, but her soul had held on to. Sun-warmed dirt, blooming blackberry bushes, briny salt water. As she breathed it in, she felt something inside of her shift, like a puzzle piece sliding into its niche. And I was like, that description yeah. is so, for me, I thought, that's a great description. Because, you know, when you're putting together a puzzle and when you find that piece and it just fits and you just mm-hmm. tap it and it's there and it's like, ah, yeah. this feels good. And that's what I could just feel how she was she feeling. She did. She was such a good descriptive writer. Like, you can tell. Yes. It was so, for me, um, and I don't obviously want to review the last book again, but it was so amazing reading a book written by kind of a closed-minded man, mm-hmm. and then to read a book from a woman who was great at descriptive writing. Mm-hmm. I thought that she did a really good job. I thought, wow, this is so black and white from the last book we read. That was mm-hmm. just very face value. And mm-hmm. yeah, there were some myths and twists and turns, but just boring per se. Nothing was really described. Yeah, yeah, really. <clears throat> this one was like, I thought, wow, this really has substance. Yeah. And yeah. I... You know, and it's interesting that you bring up that passage because that passage made me roll my eyes. <laughs> not not because it wasn't beautiful, but because it was wasted on a shit character. But once she... Because I feel like that's kind of an intimate paragraph or an intimate sentence that, that you would... you I would hope already know a little bit about the character. And then you would read that and go, oh. <laughs> that's our aerator. That is Sorry. a wine aerator. <laughs> not what I... Th- Wow, it's loud. We are recording, Cheryl. We should take a moment to aerate the wine. Um, (laughs) Creepy noise. 
<laughs> but uh, let's take a moment to aerate. Here's We're... the wine. Oh yeah. <laughs> wow, that's really dramatic. That is very dramatic. <laughs> that's awesome. But it's totally it. worth it. Um, but anyway, I feel like that was more of a description meant for someone that I was already invested in and who I cared about. Yeah, Anara had just been introduced to us and I didn't really get a good feel for her very much. And so having something so beautiful associated with somebody that I didn't really know kind of bothered me. Like I felt like it was jumping in too quick. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's what made me roll my eyes where mm-hmm. I was just mm-hmm. like, oh, this sounds so Like cliche. the author assumed that you already identified with Anara and yes. we're going to share and this I'm like, beautiful moment. I don't moment. care if there's like, a puzzle that You're clicked. a spoiled rich kid. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> I'm so glad your puzzle clicked. That's exactly <laughs> yeah, what it was. I don't want to work at Starbucks. <laughs> I don't want this great job. Oh, my life is so hard. <laughs> I thought, you know... I felt like after reading this book, I thought, you know what? I learned a lot. I learned mm-hmm. about things historically I didn't know mm-hmm. that ever happened. Yep. I love that the author was from the West Coast um, and wrote from the West Coast because mm-hmm. we all know uh, Orcas Island and Seattle and all these different places. So I thought that was really neat to show the history um, and where things came from. And mm-hmm. I like how you can tell in order to, for that book to make sense, she had to have done her historical research because yeah, yeah, she talked about like the fires in Seattle and how they <clears throat> rebuilt and how it meshed together. I think that there were a lot of surprises in this book. I really mm. like how the characters were weaved together. Um, and it was kind of a journey. So, um, just in case, I mean, I know we did the synopsis in the beginning, but Anara finds this, this silk, with beautiful embroidered story on it and has to figure out what this means. And I thought it was really neat um, to how she kind of weaved the past story and the present story together. See, I I thought that was hokey. I, I thought that was, it was really stretched. So where she gets this, this robe and then she takes it to this professor who they fall in love with which to me seemed like an awkward romance anyhow it just well it was weird because weird. again and it's all like, girls liked him he started like a player oh my god so uh, that the, bothered me. yeah okay. one of the things that irritated me was when she's like and i looked into his eyes and i could tell he felt the same way as i did and that's exactly where i get to the point where i felt like she was trying to immerse like some skanky romance in here yeah but it really didn't go anywhere like it didn't feel lovely and genuine like maybe yeah it didn't fit and I thought that was really kind of hokey and then and then where they look through that and she discovered oh and then let's get to the the secret part where they discover what it actually or she discovered what it meant that oh my gosh my ancestor my great 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 grandfather threw all these people overboard (gasps) I'm so ashamed I'm so ashamed this is so awful and then I mean, my gr- I don't even know my great-grandfather, mm. much less my great-great-great-grandfather, so I don't care. I mean, I, and I, I guess I, it's not that I don't care, but, I mean, what can I do about it? I yeah. can't do anything at this that, point. I think that, like, you know, I talked to both of you guys throughout the week, and I know that you guys both felt that way. Tanisha had voiced that to me, that, yes. like, who really cares what their great 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 grandfather? Well, did? it doesn't right. affect but me. It doesn't show that I'm a bad person. Just I think right. that the reason why I think that what we're missing for me that wasn't a big deal because mm-hmm. I think that if it was if it was my great 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 grandfather, it wouldn't matter. The reason why I think it mattered to Anara was because 
her community recognized him as like a a pioneer of their community they were going to put up bronze statues and name parks after him mm-hmm. their business their entire shipping business wasn't a shipping business yeah. their yeah. entire shipping business is named after him and had been like oh duncan campbell was the owner so it was something that they had embraced that he was this amazing man when really he threw 350 chinese right. well, people so into the, the ocean that I so i think that that's why it's not so much that they care so much about what your great 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 grandfather did of although if you start becoming like you develop a a relationship with this figure in the past and you start being empathetic mm. to what she went through and you find out that oh my god my family did this that would be awful but i think the reason why it was so awful is because their family still owns this business this mm. does affect i mean they're creating a bronze statue for the grandpa that or mm. the great 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 grandpa so i that didn't bother me too bad but going back to daniel who's this this chinese professor mm. that she takes the sleeve to to learn more about I didn't like how the author wrote so beautifully and so gracefully. And then she made him initially to send out like a dog about yes. how like all the girls in his classroom Love like him. loved him and he was really flirtatious. <laughs> so instantly I didn't like him. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, he's a dog. And it felt, that felt weird. Mm-hmm. Everything in this was beautiful and weaved together really nicely what is up with having to make him sound like the creepy professor? Yeah, I don't get because that made that was the part that, that was weird. that was weird. Where I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Well, and then he's like, well, yeah, I'll come visit your hotel. And then later he's like, you're not really gonna make me stay in the guest room. I know. You? I was like, yeah, um, yeah, yeah we dated. I am. Aren't you a gentleman, Daniel? I'm telling you, this grandma. is like we. This we is the second once. time we've yeah. dated. Yeah, I think I yeah. am. I'm pretty sure you're gonna stay in the guest room. <laughs> but this is so. Anara, from the very beginning, I did not like her because what she was, was it about complaining. her? The other thing that bothered me, oh, is okay. So they go to this island, and she supposedly is so traumatized that they abandoned her aunt that lived there to live all by herself with her, her significant other. They never came back to visit her. Even when her significant other passed away, they never came back to see the aunt and support her in her time of need. They just completely abandoned her. Why? Because their mom died in a car accident. And in our felt... I thought that was weird, yeah, too. Yeah, what did that happen? I'm sure my aunt will, would understand why she, I didn't go to her funeral oh my because God. I was like, oh, spare me. Yeah, Come on. Like, exactly. Thank you. And but do you guys think off. the author did that to, to first make you think that she's this spoiled brat who doesn't care about anybody else? And then to watch her develop empathy and compassion? No, I think she was like, oh, I gotta have a reason why she never went back to the island. I gotta find a reason. Huh. And it that really pissed me off. Cause she's like, it, it was my fault. And then later on you learn the whole reason why she thinks it's her fault is because, of course, she said, I hate you to her mom before her mom left to go to work or something. And then, of course, my mom had an exit. So it was her fault because she made, okay, how old are were you and how old are you now? Grow up. Okay. The other thing that bothered me is so she goes across the island with her sister and there's a car accident site. Why the hell is she driving? <laughs> if she is so upset by this that it makes her hyperventilate and like start wobbling on the road and she has to pull over, why the fuck are you driving? <laughs> why didn't you have your sister take the wheel? Because she didn't care, apparently. Just have her drive you. 
Why didn't her sister just drive her over there in the first place? That's what I don't understand. Everybody knew she was upset. She calls her brother. How are, are you? you? Okay? Are you okay? Yeah, yeah, I'm okay. And Olivia is trying to distract me. I'm well, why wasn't Olivia yes. just driving? <laughs> That's what my whole thing. I was like, because she was purposely trying to play like the martyr. Like, no, no, I'll drive myself. <laughs> like, stop. It's not that horrible. So the yeah. fact that she was just whiny and she whined even about her college degree. Like, well, I only got a degree in business because I knew it would make daddy happy. So even like nothing was ever her fault. Her life was not her fault. It was everybody else that had expectations, and she was a victim and had to follow them. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you so much. I hate you. You abandoned uh, your aunt. Trash talk yeah. with Tanisha. I didn't. I didn't Tanisha really. Tanisha trash his books. Well, so... okay, wait. I'm not finished yet. Okay. <laughs> so she, wa- she walks into this house and does a complete 180 within an hour. Where she's like, yeah, that this was is my weird. home. Oh, I could never. I want to stay here forever. Bitch, you <laughs> abandon your aunt. And you just, you're at this island now for an hour. And all of a sudden you've decided this is who I am and where I belong. And I'm going to give up my entire yeah. college the degree. Piece. No. The puzzle piece oh. slid in and she realized no. this is no. where I belong. It feels good. Yeah, no, I that is true. That it did seem like a super quick shift, where it was like, well, what? Like you just went to college, yeah, and and then all of a sudden you come back on, and now it's not hard for you. It was hard for you to drive there, but then once you saw this house, poof, goodbye oh, college, fine. goodbye that. Goodbye. I can drive past my mother's death side any old day now. <laughs> yeah, just... that did seem really weird. Ugh. So, I. You want to talk about Maylene's story? The one that yes. I actually liked. Maylene's story was beautiful. So yeah. since we kind of talked about Anara, Anara obviously, like we just said, she was this kind a waste of, of a person. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> she, <laughs> she has feelings, you know. But uh, she was the girl who, you know, wouldn't go back on the island. As soon as she saw it, it was this, uh, ho- this hotel that her aunt had. Mm-hmm. And she decided she wants to turn it into a boutique hotel. Allison decides to give up her dream job and all of her college education to dump a bunch of money into turning this hotel well, to honor her family. Her, yeah, it was her dad's money. money. It's her it's, dad's money. It's her yep. daddy's her dad's, money. Her dad's money. Oh, daddy, can I, can I please have some money? I want to do this project. Oh, daddy. <laughs> so... That was kind of her character. And then she yeah. goes on this quest after she finds a sleeve. But uh, Maylene was this uh, family. She had grown up with her grandma and her father in mm-hmm. Seattle. And they owned a little store um, in, in supposedly like a Chinatown in Seattle. Mm-hmm. And then one day, um, basically, the people in Seattle come and decide that they're going to round up all the Chinese people and kick them out of Seattle. And so they come and they beat up her father, um, almost beat him to death. Mm-hmm. And uh, this had just kind of come out of nowhere after they'd been business owners. And they'd only ever known Seattle. Right. Maylene had. Um, she did never, never grew up in China. And um, they make them go board a steamer. And while they're on the steamer, Maylene overhears them saying that they are just going to drop their load and not take everybody back to China. They're going to throw everybody overboard so they can go stop at another place and pick up more passengers and make more money. Some white passengers. Um, some white passengers. White so passengers. Right. Um, as she hears this, she lets her father know 
know this. And mm-hmm. here's the spoiler. He ends up throwing her overboard um, before they leave out into the open ocean when they're still kind of around land a little bit to basically save her life. And he's too beaten up to survive that. And the grandma is too frail to survive that. So Grandma's he saves her life. Yeah, she has bound feet. When she was little. So Maylene so watches, you know, her father and grandma basically knows that they're going off to their death and she has to go make her own way. Mm-hmm. And her journey was beautiful. I thought mm-hmm. that, wow, yeah. like you just initially were just like heartbroken for this poor girl and what she went oh. through. And she, the she author did such a beautiful team. job at describing that struggle. She really made yep. you feel like yep. just, it tore my heart out. And that's that's, um, and that's I what twice hated. And I, I knew that I would. It was because yes. of her. Yeah, Maylene just, I don't, so I do not like things that make me sad. I think there there's enough die. sad things in the world. There's enough things to make you cry without doing that as entertainment. Um, I so I understand that there's a whole group of people that love to cry for some reason for entertainment. <laughs> but uh, a little sadomasochistic for my uh, it's thing. It's all right to cry. Yeah. Oh, it was, I just, this one killed me. It, it, listening, I thought the author became this like beautiful thing. I thought it was going to be this gorgeous story of perseverance when really she was so evil to Maylene. Like she made her like, okay, she goes to this awful Ooh. thing. I thought the author, the author, the author was yeah, I was like, yeah. oh my gosh, she goes to this awful thing. And then she oh, meets yeah. this amazing white man who she ends up marrying and he, even though he's outcast, but that, yeah, they're, he's uh, caring and loving to her so and he sweet. rescues her and He's gentle, and mm-hmm. they have this beautiful life, and he builds her this beautiful house. And then I was house. so mad at the people of the island that yeah, the, couldn't, that made him mm-hmm. give up his job because he yeah. was married to a Chinese woman. But, but he, he gave up yeah. everything for her, oh, and he, he really loved, loved her. her. And the thing that was lo- beautiful. And I love because, you know, he's like, you know, marry me, blah, blah, and she's like, but I don't love you. And he's like, that's okay. You will. You will. You will. And, and she that, did. And it was she so did. But I will, say, I will say this is where I didn't like the author was that Maylene never told him that she loved him. Yeah. Even though she did. Because she said it multiple times like, oh, and that's when I realized I loved him. And so she did love him, but... The author never had her tell him. Yeah. And that was heartbreaking for me. Too, you don't know all their was... bedroom talk. Yeah. She might have been telling him all the time. <laughs> no, they did. Because at the end, <laughs> Maylene, when she said, when she said her, I love you to her son, you know, for the last time. Oh, that's She right. had said, oh, I wished I had been able to say this. Oh, that's yeah. awful. I must have missed that part. Yeah, because it was already yeah. so horribly sad. So I yeah. I loved Maylene's journey, and uh-huh. I was so excited. I thought that I was reading this story, and you guys heard me at work. I kept talking yes. about how much I love this book, and I'm like, just wait, guys. Yeah. It's a beautiful story. And I loved it because I thought, okay, she goes through this awfulness, and then she has great, and now it's just going to be great oh, for Maylene. Yes. And she makes this beautiful robe to show how her life changed around to inspire future generations. I thought that's where you were going, Kelly Estes. You lied to me. <laughs> Because you did atrocious things to poor Maylene. It did not end. So, first off, I am a mother. And it is so fucking heartbreaking, the fact that she had to... First off, she loses her husband. He dies after so she, you know, she finally finds the love of her life, finds somebody who cares about her and loves her and protects her. And she, he, he dies in a boating accident. Now she's left with her son, who's half Chinese, and they're mm-hmm. both going to potentially next door get murdered. To this man that hates, hates, hates her. Well, and the the man next door that Chinese. hates her is. Is Anara's great 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 grandpa that threw her uh, Maylene. threw Maylene's family over 
overboard and Maylene knows this so she has this person who killed her dad and her grandma yes. next door and he's threatening to kill her and what was awful about it is is that should have ended there okay mm-hmm. now you just made her husband die cool thanks Kelly Estes now Maylene decides that she's gonna get some cancerous growth or something and she's gonna start dying and she has this young son and she has to send him off with people that don't want him <sighs> and because he's Chinese Again, and he won't fit Chinese. in and he's basically gonna be a slave and listening to her have to say goodbye to her son who doesn't understand he just lost his dad a month before it was gut-wrenching and i was just beyond Mm. myself like you know what this is just ruined it for me yeah it was cruel i cried yeah it was that's exactly what it was it was cruel having to read like her beg her sister-in-law that said you know i know you love joseph please do this for him please you know and finally the lady is convinced to do it, but she'll only do it basically taking him on as a slave, right? And me and Maylene sold the farm, so she gave her five hundred dollars of what she had made or whatever. So she had to pay this lady to have her son be a slave, and and that didn't even happen because later you find out that yeah, they just, they so just she kicked, just took the money. She took the money and then kicked the kid out to an orphanage. Yeah, it like, was yeah. just cruel, like. Oh. I understand there's a place for it. Like, yeah. I understand that things like this happen. And I yeah, under, I'm not I naive. I don't the get, awful things I don't happen. I get it, though. But How could people be so awful no, to other people? That's what I mean. I don't understand I don't either. I really don't. But I understand that things like this happen. And there yeah. are awful things and atrocity, atrocities. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that I want to read about it. And it was... Yeah. I want to read an overcoming of racism where yeah. you you triumphed over it and you went on to yeah. inspire like, it was Joseph so became the owner of the island that. and she yes. said fuck off to all of you yeah, yeah. like like she something kicked them out and yeah. then all of a sudden the town was all Chinese people and yeah I was wanting an overcoming triumph yes I would have absolutely if I so but if I could have rewritten that's this not story what history was oh, and she was I writing know. about but history this is, this is fiction I mean, she did she fiction, did but it's historical fiction and that's not I how history went it. history was like that I mean it was it was horrible people tragedy are horrible after tra- tragedy people were horrible she didn't people need to horrible. give Maylene cancer to die though I know and it was, was painful that was it rude. did not have to be yeah like why did she have to like just be puking. Oh. And then, okay, can we talk about how it, so, okay, if you're listening to this and you're like, yeah, but this is history, deal with it. The author literally made Maylene, after everything she'd been through, mm-hmm. after watching her father, her grandfather, or grandmother die, and then finding her grandmother washed up on the beach with Which her I eyes eaten out by crabs. Contrived. And eaten. I didn't like that, that was part. awful. That was so that was another cool thing. And then watching Joseph die, and then watching her have to give up her son. Then she sat in her own vomit, pee, oh, and everything yeah. as she wasted away and knitted or sewed this embroidered. embroidered yeah. The embroidered robe. Because she was and trying to finish went, that sleeve. And I understand you want to show that she put so much love, uh, is that lo- love into this, but that was cruel. That you was know what mean. I thought would have been a great ending, speaking of that? You know how she she finished the sleeve, her son's mm. gone, she's going to die, so she goes off to the water to die. I thought, since we know Duncan's going to take that house, she should have buried herself under the floorboards. And that's yeah. where she died. So then Duncan could be haunted by her 
or I thought that would have been she just the ultimate. She should have her shit and puked yeah. everywhere. <laughs> just everywhere. Well, I think she did. I mean, I think it was there. Yeah, it's, well, like, it was, was there. He made the servants I thought she should have burned the house down to not let such an awful person ooh, live in a house that was built with love. Ooh, that would well, have been good. I walked out with, like, burning flames. Yes. Like, light a match and be like, sayonara, have fun now. Well, I think she didn't because... <laughs> Because she had that told her, her son, one. like, your robe's not finished. Oh, I have a oh, yeah. left, so right. I'll, I'll put it in your secret hiding spot. Yeah. So she put it under the stairs because he was supposed to come back and get it, which he never which, did. And that upset me, I too. Why did he never go it? back well, and get it? of course, then we wouldn't have had the story with Inara, yeah. but... Yeah, he never went back and got yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, I can see well, how she yeah, we could have What he should have done why things happen, but... was he should have put the whole robe there. He should have went back, and then when he was an old man and dying, could have put the whole robe there instead of keeping it in a random trunk. I don't know. What this stuff. I yeah. I just yeah. Why wouldn't he go back for the thing? Uh, yeah. So then that upset me. Sat in her own vomit and pee and everything. And did something for nothing that her son never got to see. Her son never got to see, and why he lived to be an older man? Why did he not go back and look at it? So it was another cruel thing that, like, wow. Okay, and you know what else? I thought what I didn't like about the book, and I'm not sure if she could have done it another way. Maybe she could have, but what I didn't like is how everything was so neat and tidy, connected. Like, well, first Mm -hmm. of all, so the (laughs) the day that Malian goes over to Port Townsend with Joseph. That particular day, mm-hmm. a woman washes up on the shore. Who's the woman? Grandma! Out it's three, Grandma on the out shore. Of 350 out of people. people. <laughs> Grandma's the one that washes up on that very day. And Daniel, That's, the Chinese professor, is the grand, great grand grand yeah. grandson of, yes. of so Maylene. When they're talking about it and they show the picture, the and Daniel's grandma goes, Well, that's my father in law. I'm going, what? <laughs> Come on. Yes, it is. That's my father-in-law. Well, here's the other thing I do like. Because in general, and like even in this book, they go over how like, you know, um, Chinese people really revere their family, like their history. And like Maylene was sending off like the little boats of food and stuff. So, you know, the Daniel's grandma was like, oh, I got that, but I never looked in it. So I didn't know what was yeah! in that chest. You yeah. would have looked in that chest. Yeah. Don't you bullshit me. She would have looked in that chest. You liar. Just because there's family things yeah, in there. Yeah, totally. And family's so important. So she would have totally looked in there to see what was in there. And known like, exactly what was in yes, there. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. That bothered me. Yeah, that was kind of weird, too. But what also kind of was weird about that is that she's going, that's my father-in-law. And so then they're just all torn up about what happened to grandma's father-in-law. Yeah. And and so I was kind of trying to put myself in that position. Okay, that would be my husband's father. I don't know. This way down yeah. of my husband's family, would I really care that much? I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. That, that mm-hmm. part was kind of weird that they... that part. And that then part for Daniel me. not to talk There's to her anymore either. Oh. I was like... Okay. Oh, don't even let me. Oh, that's a whole other thing. I'm like, really, stuck. Daniel? You guys are so. I have so... to read this. I have to okay, read this. Okay, I can't hear it. So, after he finds out that she was keeping this secret, mm-hmm. and then Daniel says, I can't fathom how anyone could be capable of something like that, particularly 
a relative of the woman I love, and I really can't understand how your family, how you, could keep it a secret. I thought, oh, come on, you can't fathom any of this. She's known <laughs> you for like a me. month and a half. Right? Okay. You asked you to sleep in her bed how anyone could be too. capable of the, something like that. I can't fathom how someone like your great, 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 great grandfather could do that. And then he happens to be a relative of someone I love. What? I can't fathom that. How could what, you not what? tell me that you she had a doesn't... family member that ever did something atrocious? Because it's none of your fucking business. That's why. Well, and it was like great, oh, great, great, great grandfather Daniel, ago. I'm so Good sorry. My great, 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 great grandfather made you upset. I'll have to tell I'm my very husband. sorry for everything my great, Dear great, great, husband, great, 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 great grandfather did to you. I have a confession. My great, 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 great grandfather did something horrible <laughs> to some people on a ship when they were coming over. That's it. I want a divorce. That's it. We're done. How could you keep that from me? Get out. Get out of I my house. I thought we had a trusting relationship. I can't fathom how you couldn't tell me that. And that your relative would do something <laughs> so awful? You must be a monster. <laughs> well, what got me too is like... So basically, he was saying like, "Oh, that he loved her," but he turned that stuff off real quick, right? And he's <laughs> yeah. like, "You lied to me. You kept something for me for a few days. How dare you?" And so they break up or whatever. So in between that time, like Anara's dad dies, and Daniel, knowing the struggle that she's had with her dad in the hotel and how her mom's dead, knowing all that, doesn't reach out. Yeah, like no, doesn't I do know. anything. Because he's so mad because her great, 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 great grandfather did this. And he's busy banging his other students because the the author put that in there. Okay, I didn't get any of that. I missed all of that stuff where he was a I didn't make that up, right? Yeah. When she first went there... Like, he was super flirtatious, and it, his room was full of a bunch of girls, right? Did girls. I make this That's up? what I don't get, though. They were flirting with him, but he yeah. was like, he didn't want to have anything to do with them, and he was just on, and he thought that she was another one of a those student, girls and yeah. was just blowing her uh-huh. off. Oh, I'm sure he was sleeping so with I, I was going to say, maybe I just didn't, maybe I created my own scenario but, of him. Well, because it probably happened. A sleazy professor. <laughs> but, okay, so all of this happens. He doesn't reach out to her or anything. All of a sudden, his mom finds out, because I think her sister contacts him saying, hey, just so you know, we're going to change the park dedication to me, to me, lean. We're not going to, you know, we're going to come clean about this whole Duncan Campbell thing. So Daniel finds out, and then all of a sudden, he's there at the airport when she's on her way back to her, to her estate. And he doesn't even come up to her. He's yeah, over, that was weird. He's loitering over by the garbage can. And his mom's like, yeah, Daniel wanted to talk to you. And so <laughs> she goes running over to him. Yeah, and, that and was And then weird. he acts like nothing happened. Like, he doesn't even apologize. Like, no. I'm really sorry about your dad. I wasn't there for you. Yes, or that I, I discarded I, you. And, God. like, we're in love after a week. He was well, such like, a dick. He okay, was that whole he romance totally thing, was. I think we can agree. That whole romance thing was just kind of weird and it out was, of place. And it not, was weird. It, it, I, but I do think, I like I said before, I do mm. wonder if the author did that as kind of a, a look at how weird, petty, and 
non-substance we've become. Because if you look at, she did a good job at explaining the love story between Maylene and Joseph. So yes. we know the author can explain love. And maybe she did this on purpose. No. To, <laughs> I'd love to hear Kelly Estes' uh, opinions on this because that would be amazing. I, I feel like she also, I would but like, I, like I wonder just... if she did it to to show, make Maylene's and Joseph's love that much more. No, it was already that way without having yeah. a shit comparison. I, I agree with Tanisha. I think that the author was more interested in the history part and Maylene's yes. story. And But to make it an interesting novel, she had to come up with this other half. And I, I agree with Tanisha. I think that she just mm. wasn't interested in writing the current story as much as Maylene's story. Yeah, I think she just, she just didn't care. Mm-hmm. So... So anyway, so she runs to go to Daniel, right? Uh-huh. And she's like, Daniel, I'm so sorry. And he's like, no, look, I need to apologize. I handled things poorly, and I'm sorry for that. Look at me. And then Anara's thoughts in her head are like, oh, don't get your hopes up. Like, what a weak woman. I would have been like, fuck you. You walked away from me about something so stupid, and I had a hard time. You didn't come you didn't try and console me. You didn't even say, hey, I know we have some stuff going on, but I'm really sorry about your dad. Yeah, Is totally. there anything that I can do to help you? I know we're having troubles right now. Nothing. For that, you are not my love. You are not a good person. Hit the road. Yeah, you just went in on your mom's business deal. Yeah, all of a sudden your mom's going to do business <laughs> with me and like, you want ooh. money. But instead in her mind, he's like, she's, he still cares. Like, she was a weak, weak, horrible lady. And I don't know <laughs> if... If, if the author's goal was to show a complete waste and useless and piece of crap, horrible person compared with, like, Maylene, who was a strong woman, then I guess she did that. But she didn't need to have a shit comparison to show how strong Maylene was. Yeah. yeah. I just totally liked Maylene's character and yes. Joseph's character so much better so than the present day. Here's, here's a question. Here's this part about Joseph that I loved about Joseph, too. Okay. So this part... Mrs. Honeycutt, this is when they were met mm. on the trail by those um, four gruesome people. Mm. Mrs. Honeycutt twirled her parasol. Mm. Perhaps you are unfamiliar with the laws and constitutions <laughs> set forth by the Orcas Island Anti-Chinese Association and signed by residents. Oh, quite the opposite, Mrs. Honeycutt. I am very familiar with the laws that bar any of us from hiring a Chinese person as a worker. Perhaps you are unfamiliar with the fact that a wife is not a servant. I was like, yes! Go yeah, get her, I Joseph, like that, that bitch! Oh, yeah, <laughs> tell her how it is. I wanted him to punch No, her. I liked him, too. I know, I wanted to punch all those people. They were all <gasps> awful. But I loved Joseph so much. I, I know, loved him. me too. And that's why He's a good I, man. I was upset, not only for me, Lean, but for myself. When Joseph passed away, because I loved reading oh, about how sweet he was. I know. Because he was finally her redemption. Like, he yeah. was finally somebody who was out of the norm of awful people yes. back then. Who yeah, actually that's stood up why for I what loved was him right. So much, why see, kill him off? He could she see who eight. she was. He wasn't yeah. just looking at her like, oh, she's, she's Chinese. I can't stand her. Well, so she got about eight and a half years of happiness, is really what it is. Because, you know. That is not enough. That is crazy. And then she yeah. died. And, yeah, and horribly. I so and her if poor son. If the story, mm-hmm. so let's say the story was rewritten without the cruelness. Yeah. So Maylene still watched her, 
you know, still got thrown overboard and yeah. her father and her grandmother died and perished in this awful way. And then she was forced to live next door to the man who did it and keep that in secret. So that That's tension enough. enough right there was enough That's of enough. her having to live a life next to a monster and him threatening her and, and, being, and being scary and a whole town that hated her. So if that's all that happened and then she lived her life and ran off and then she finds out that enough is that's enough right there. Yeah. That's the other part was unnecessary. It was was unnecessarily cruel. And so I don't know (laughs) enough about books yet that is there an entire genre of people that love to read awfully sad things? There are some people love like uh, that's uh, I know there's people that love the sad romances like oh I just want to like but, Nicholas Sparks books. Yeah, like I get it. Like books. the Notebook. I love that movie so much. Yeah, it's it a beautiful. Sad. I love yeah. it. But this one was just cruel. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I liked it. I'm never going I'm not going to say I did not like it. The writing was too good in mm-hmm. most of the book to say that I did not like the book. But you know what? I did not feel good reading this. So book. I love mm-hmm. the book. I didn't necessarily love the story. I love the, well, I can't even say that because I really did love Maylene's story. I thought mm-hmm. that was great, except that it did make me cry. Mm-hmm. And the, well, Inara's made me cry too, though. The the part when her dad oh, died, her dad I could died. just hardly get through that. Yeah, that, that was, was really sad. That was but sad. they made her dad such an asshole that I didn't really feel yeah. bad. He yeah, died. he was a jerk. He couldn't even come out ass. and look at the hotel. He couldn't even be bothered. What a, yeah. a jerk yeah. face. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he cared so much when he's dying. Like, Whatever, too little, too late. Oh, by the yeah. way, here's this old diary from you know Duncan's horrible wife talking about that nasty Chinese lady next door. Here, here you go. So he knew the whole thing, like yeah. the story the whole time. Well, that's what I didn't get too. Why did they keep it a secret? I was so glad that they told the truth. I mean, why didn't they just I tell didn't the truth from the beginning? Thank you. I didn't understand just... that either. Because all you have to do is go. You know, as soon as you find out, tell the world. You know what? I just found this out. Let's make this yes. right. Yes, that's all they had to do. Right. I don't understand what this whole let's why put it secret. Under the I, we just why? found out that our ancestors from you know years and a hundred years ago did this. Well, and it's well, horrible. And then the dad is even more of a jerk in the fact that he ruined his relationship with his daughter over this. Yeah, gave up his relationship with the daughter. Clearly, gave up his relationship with his wife. Yes, said his her his wife, the mother of Anara, was like completely. Like, just distraught over knowing what had happened with trying their family. Trying to make it up And by trying doing, to make it up. Like, what a jerk truth, you are. That guy was the worst. The truth. He was the worst. Yeah. So, okay. I, the truth is I always loved... best, Sherilyn. Uh, yes. Did your yes, mom tell you is. that, Tanisha? The truth is always best. <laughs> it's not always the easiest. And that's true. It's not. Tough pill to swallow. But, so... I liked the book, almost all of it. And then when I got to 85% where Maylene started dying and Joseph died, I'm like, okay, I'm done. I hate this book. You made me cry. I don't need things to cry about. Boo. And then I did, she did redeem herself a little bit in the end. Like I did like how Maylene, at least if you're going to torture this poor woman who had been tortured by everybody except a few people, at least she, like, went and saw her, like, reunited. Yeah. That was kind of beautiful. I, I did like, like that she saw, like, Joseph and her yes, mom and, and dad, dad that, like, in the water before she passed away. That was, that was kind of like, oh. But, but she right, had to go through how long of, like, pain and suffering for that. Like, torturous. Yeah. It just wasn't. 
Okay, so on a rating from Tylenol to cocaine, what do we rate it? Ooh. You might want to hit me last. Uh, okay, so Tylenol, we got to explain a little bit. So we'll just explain one, three, and five. One being Tylenol is like, yeah, didn't really do much Ugh, for me. Like we hated Thanks it. Thanks for not really, yeah, hated really it. served no purpose. Yeah. Uh, three being Xanax. Uh, give it a Xanax. Like, yeah, yeah, that's nice. A good way to spend an evening. It was chill. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it, was yeah. Chill. it was chill. Yeah. Um, and then like cocaine, like, yeah, I'm highly addicted. This is yes, amazing. I, I want more, more, more. Kelly has to get Or how about morphine? Yeah. Morphine for. Morphine for like a two. That rating. made me feel real nice. Like, oh yeah, that's a great book. I hey, Jans, you should have some morphine sometime. <laughs> Oh yeah, I would give this oh, in between a Xanax and a morphine. Ooh. Oh, that's so you're going I can't give it a solid for it's not a solid this is amazing because it was cruel. Mm. Uh but yet it definitely because of how well it was written definitely is not just a mediocre book. So yeah. I don't know. I'm yeah. like a 3.54. You know what? I agree. Mm. I think because I can't get it a give it a morphine. I can't say, "Oh, I love this book because mm. I did love some some of it was a little contrived, like grandma washes up on shore. That yeah. was a little too coincidental. That was mean too. Um, uh, Daniel's so grandma. Mean. It just was a little contrived. Was, yeah. Where hey, my father in law happens to be that man. So that was a little. And I have all of his shit. All the coincidental stuff kind of bothered me a little bit. I thought it was yeah. just too neat and tidy. But I did love the history. I love to read about that. I loved Maylene. Um, I would. Sherilyn, I agree with you. Three yeah, point five, not a more. For me, a but, four yeah. or a five Shannon's, is. Yeah, and like for me, a four or five is like I'm going to recommend this to people. Yeah. I'm not because I don't want to ruin their day. Yeah, yeah. How do I feel about recommendations? I don't know. You know, yeah, three and a half, four because it was beautifully written in most parts. But. I might recommend it if you want a good cry. If pe- if somebody wants a good cry, if and you would wants like to, to feel about better history, about your life. And know that your life cannot suck that bad because yeah. listen to this poor, poor, mm. lovely woman. Yeah. So, if this book had just been Maylene, because I did learn a lot about, you know, the horrible things that they did to Chinese people. And her story was beautiful, even though it was cruel. It was it was wonderful. Mm-hmm. I probably mm-hmm. would have gone morphine. But Inara's story was a Tylenol. Mm. Oh my gosh, that mm. low. That you know low. what? That's a okay. great way to describe it. But you're it. being cruel to Maylene again. Her story <laughs> does not deserve Tylenol. No, I mean, girl, this is the author's fault. This is not on me. This is Maylene. So I will, persecution. I will give White this. man dragging her down. <laughs> I, I will give this uh, in between that so not a xanax it's not chill it's below that so maybe yeah okay but wait but wait 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 i'm gonna call you on that no okay like because would you say in between coding and xanax i say like it's like a two and a half okay but just to remind you you gave the last book a two and a half and you do realize that there is so many more redeeming points in this yeah 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 good point i agree but but hear me really? out. Really, I would not recommend this book to anybody. 
But you can ever. still rate it higher without recommending it. No, would you I, call would, it? I would never recommend this, and I hate Not it. even a Xanax? No. And it's because, again, Nami Lean, I loved, I loved that part. Well, not loved, but I really liked that part. But Anara ruined it. She's in my blood, and I want to kill her. <laughs> I want her to die. If the oh, author, if the author had yikes. made her suffer, if Anara had gone through the suffering She's instead of me, yikes! I would have been all for. It. I'd be like, yeah, cut that bitch, make that bitch suffer. <laughs> but it was just not. I hated Anara <laughs> and her horrible story because, again, the author concentrated on Maylene and her, the beautiful writing. Everything was Maylene. Her characters were shit on the Anara side. Daniel was horrible. Anara was horrible. Their whole story was horrible. Like, can you really? Tell me that you think the author did just as good of a job on both of their stories. No, no and I never no, said that. But I, I think, right. I so think you, Kelly, I am uh, gonna write Kelly, <laughs> and I am gonna ask her to explain to me if she made Anara very uh, plateau and very mm. non-dimensional to make Maylene's story stand out that much more. No, I think it no, was intentional. No. She, she I do. And she I also helped. think it was a ploy. Mm-hmm. I think that as she started, this author obviously researched, I think that as she started researching all the persecution and what people went through, mm-hmm. our lives, it's just like when you, sometimes you're reminded, you know like those really sad things on Facebook where it's like the little kid walking with no legs and it's like, oh, you think your life's bad. And you're like, <laughs> oh, oh my I'm, God. I'm really an asshole. <laughs> oh my God. Like, wow, I'm never Never gonna feel bad for myself. No, no, no. Well, yeah, they like are like laying there, like I wish I had legs. And you feel all of a sudden you're like, wow, I'm a jerk. You don't have legs, and here I am, like me. My coffee's warm. No, and so I think that she did this as she started researching. So she started going like, wow, modern day Americans suck. So I'm gonna write modern day sucky Americans who have no idea what persecution is. And then somehow find a way to link them where it now brings Anara to a deeper... She finally cares about somebody other than herself. Because Anara is young. She's early 20s. Early 20-year-olds, which we were them not that long ago, so we're able to say this, they suck. And they're really self-centered, and they're really close-minded. And a lot of them. I'm sorry for all of you that are not that way. You're beautiful. But a lot of them, by definition, kind of are. And so I think that... It took this rich, snotty girl mm. who only cares about herself and her daddy's money and I want to do what I want to do and daddy's not going to have any control of this mm. and made her think of something other than herself. See, and how I see it is I feel like the author wrote her as a means to an end. I feel like she wrote me her story. Like she wrote me lean story and was like, oh, this is so great, but how am I going to get to that? What am I going to do to factor them in together? Oh, great. Okay, there's a slave. Now, how are they going to find... Like, that's how I feel like it went, where it's like, oh, let me just jab this in here. Oh, jab, jab. Because it just... It didn't yeah, feel the I same. kind of agree with that. I don't know. I feel I the same. I'm writing the author. I'm going to write should. her and I'm going to ask her. I think you should too. I think you so should. So I give this the same reading that I did the last book. Oh, and I can't live with that, Tanisha. No. I cannot live with that. Because I hated Anara so You much. have to go with a three. It's, it's an a, average. It's this an average. cannot be the same as the no, silent patient. There is no way. You guys know. One and a four. One and a four halfway between is two and a half. I can't. So you're rating it like purple drink. Yes. It's yeah. Purple drink. Purple you drink. You can get it off the From street. <laughs> some codeine. Uh, who knows what's really in it? Purple drink. There's a bit of a nice little body high. Nothing. Yeah. 
yeah. or something. Wow. Yes. No. Wow, I can't believe it. So yeah. then that yeah. brings yeah. our rating. So if we're a three and a half and she's a two, that gives it like basically a three. Oh. I think I think that that is fair. You guys, I think that's a fair rating for this book. Is it Kelly, three? we're really sorry. Two of us wanted to give you a three and a half for no, a three and a half. No, that's three too and a half. high for this book. No way, that man. Is... Maylene's story was on point, man. Okay, but that's only half of the book. Yeah, but you just pooped all over Maylene. <laughs> I am not going to give the author the benefit of the doubt because I liked half of her book. Maylene was all more right. than half. Well, okay. Right. You're there you have it. it. You're, you're rated a Xanax. Kelly SD's your book got a Xanax rating. I'm sorry. Yeah. Just chill. I thought you were yeah. in between a morphine and I thought Xanax. you were a little bit no. higher than Xanax. But you're lucky you're at a Xanax. Oh. A little higher than Xanax? <laughs> okay. Cheers. We're done. <laughs> Cheers. Okay. Join us next time. Oh, never mind. So do you you have to introduce the new book. It's over there. Do you want to grab that for me? Um, side note, I'm going to do a shout out just, we have a Facebook page and Instagram, so if you guys yes. want to comment on there um, about any suggestions you have, any ideas, maybe a book oh, that good you idea. want to read. Good idea. Um, yeah, just kind of let yeah. us know. Yeah, so Facebook, Instagram, Drug Dealing Bookers, and you can also um, tell your friends, listen to this podcast. We are now on um, Apple Podcasts. We are on Google Play mm. and Google and Stitcher and TuneIn and Anchor and Spotify. Yeah. Booyah! Drug dealing bookers, baby! <laughs> Woo! DDD podcast. Oh yeah! <laughs> Thank you so much for joining okay. us. What's and the next book, Tanisha? Okay, so next book is called The Power. Ooh, ooh, and it's by Power. New York Times bestseller. Oh, that oh. that usually means it's horrible. I so know. I like the New York silent bestseller. The silent patient was a New York Times bestseller. Oh, so that just tells you how great their ratings are. <laughs> yeah. Well. So, uh, this one is called The Power by Naomi Alderman, and uh, I'll read you the little slurby. So, it says, in The Power, the world is a recognizable place. There's a rich Nigerian boy who lounges around the family pool, a foster kid whose religious parents hide their true nature, an ambitious American politician, a tough London girl from a tricky family. And then a vital new force takes root and flourishes, causing their lives to converge with devastating effect. Teenage girls and women now have immense physical power. With a flick of their fingers, they can cause agonizing pain and even death. Ooh. And with this small twist of nature, everything changes drastically. Ooh. So this is kind of like a, a little bit of like a sci-fi. And I just like the idea of like, what would happen or how it would be if, like, women, like, switched the power role. You know, guys are kind of, you know, on the power scale. They're stronger. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That gets switched, like, what will happen. So, oh, the Power by the Naomi power. Alderman. Is that who it is? Yep, Naomi Alderman. The Power. Okay. Not it's... to be mistaken with The Power by Rhonda Byrne. Are you looking wrote... it up? What are a couple? I am. So, Rhonda Byrne wrote The Secret. I don't care. Stop. Okay. It's ha... not that one. No, no this is one no. by Naomi, Naomi Alderman. Alderman. So... Naomi Alderman, The Power. So, what we would love, while they're looking up a couple reviews of this, we would absolutely love if you guys joined us 
by reading this book. And we will give you weekly fixes as we're reading it. You guys can check in with us and get a weekly fix where we kind of let you know what our mm. thoughts are on it individually. You'll hear from each of us in between the book um, on our mm. views so far before we converge. And then um, you get to join us, crack open a bottle of wine, and listen to our podcast. Yeah. So that's kind of our goal. And please... Talk to us on social media. Reach out to us. Uh, we'd love to answer questions while we're recording. Give us constructive criticism. What do you want to hear more of? What do you want to hear less of? Do you have any input for the next book? It's Sherilyn's turn next time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah, I'm going to pick one book. much better than The Silent Patient. Sorry. Yeah, thank you. Okay. Come get your weekly fix in a week. Yeah. Um, All right. And then side note, Goodreads, the average rating, it says it's 3.84 stars. Ooh. Okay. And they have 125,734 ratings. You know what's so. really funny is that the, just a side pa- side note, is the silent patient. Yeah. The silent patient uh, was rated like 4.6 on everything. I know. And I actually subscribed to a bunch of like book clubs and different things on um, podcasts on Facebook and Instagram mm-hmm. to kind of look at what they're doing. And a bunch of people picked Loved silent it. patient and we were the only ones that didn't like it. And I thought, okay, either wow. these are super dense people that never got together and actually talked or about things. Yeah, it, yeah. Either that or we're jerks. I don't really no, know. No, we're just but right. I think that. We're just highly analytical, and when we finally all got together and pointed out things, yeah. So, so anyway, I'm super psyched to read this one. Yeah, I am too. I'm hoping it's full of badass chicks. All right, all right. Well, thank you all so much for joining us. Joining us. Tell next time. Bye. Bye.